Hello, everybody, and welcome to my podcast, Stirring Up the Pot, with your host, Erica Heiler. Today, we're going to talk about climate change and what you can do as an individual to fight back. I have a few tips for you, so here we go. One thing you can do is eating meat-free or vegan meals. Eating once a week, one vegan meal a week can make a difference. You must know that in order to raise cattle, you have to clear land, clear anchors of land for that cattle. So just by not eating meat, you're making a difference. Nothing you can do is by buying organic or locally. They have different practices that makes a difference. Not wasting your food, that makes a difference. Growing your own. Nothing that you can do is changing the way that you transport. You can take public transportation, you can ride a bike, you can car share, and flying less all makes a difference in the fight against climate change. You can also conserve energy. You can turn off the lights when you leave a room or turn off the air conditioning when you don't need it, unplugging electronics when you're not using it or dry hanging your clothes. All those things help you to conserve energy and that makes a difference. A lot of people love hearing all the things that they can personally do to help save the planet because it makes you feel like you have the power in your own hands. But the reality is these changes will have a minimal impact unless we shift national power generation to 100% renewable resources. If we really want to make a difference, we need to elect officials who believe in climate change and are willing to take action in the fight against climate change. We need to put pressure on our candidates in local, state, and federal elections not to take money from the fossil fuel industry. Because you know, why would they pass laws that are going to hurt the very people that are paying for them to get elected? That's why they can't accept the money at all. We also need to send a strong message that we are unwilling to negotiate on bold climate action. We need to put pressure on the government to stop investing in the fossil fuel industry and start investing in renewable energy. Our government should encourage innovation in terms of renewable resources and carbon capture too, since it will be necessary very soon. We have so much carbon dioxide in our atmosphere, and it will take decades, decades, for it to be removed. And for a lot of times, even longer than that. So we have to invest in carbon capture right now so that we have technology to prevent the worst effects of climate change. You know, according to the FDIC, that we need to cut down our emissions by 50% by 2030, and we are nowhere close to reaching that goal. Like one, of that thing, one of that things have to do with that our own president doesn't even believe in climate change. How are we going to save our planet if our own president doesn't believe in climate change? This is the same man who said that climate change doesn't exist because it's cold outside. 
because it's cold outside. You gotta understand, if these are the people that we are electing, then how could we ever think that we have a chance to fight against climate change? We have to look at our elections. We have to look at the people that we're electing and make sure that they are going to do something about this problem. We can look at the fossil fuel industry. They have known about climate change for decades, since the 70s. What did they do? They buried that information as far as they could. And instead, they spread lies. They spread lies that climate change doesn't exist in order to save their own behinds, all for the money. And they continue to spread misinformation. They continue to spread lies just for money. At some point, we gotta say, okay, enough is enough. We need to stop putting money first and start putting our planet first. So when we have officials and they take money from the fossil fuel industry, we have to say, this is unacceptable. We cannot elect you if you take money from them. They have to make a promise that they will have bold action on climate change. That is necessary. Another thing we have to do is to think about what's happened in our history. Think about what happened with other chemicals that we've had and the damage that they've done to our planet. Let's take a look. In the 1920s, refrigerators and air conditioning used toxic and flammable chemicals like ammonia and sulfur dioxide. Scientists began to make chemicals containing carbon and halogens like fluorine and chlorine in effort to replace toxic chemicals. So in the 1930s, scientists created CFCs. They're a non-toxic and a non-flammable alternative. Sounds great, right? They spread out in the 70s, everyone started using them, until scientists realized that CFCs release chlorine into the atmosphere, which destroys the ozone. So, chlorine in the atmosphere destroys the ozone, and it takes decades to be removed from the atmosphere. Scientists then created new chemicals for household goods. In an international effort, the government passed regulations on the use of CFCs and eventually phased out of them. Just as humans damage the Earth again, we are doing it right now. And just as we took action when we figured out all the damage that CFCs were doing, we need to do that right now. But this time, it's not the ozone we're destroying. We're destroying our planet by continuing to let it warm. We have to take bold action, just like they did way back in the 70s, in order to put this to an end. Thank you for listening.